Everyone, this is Dan the GM bringing you another adventure episode of What the Dice. This week's episode is episode 51. Have you been over to our Patreon? How about you go take a look at patreon.com forward slash what the dice underscore pod? You can take a look at all the cool tiers that we got going, and for a buck a month, you're able to add loot to Maximilian Loot Hoarder Shop. Well, there's some other stuff that's going on, but past that, that's enough from me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of What the Dice. We stare into the fire, watching the embers slowly burn out. Their energy of red and orange fade away as the sun starts to slowly rise off the coastline. We look over towards the storyteller who has a weary smile on his face. Well, me friends, it seems as if our adventurers have dealt with the strangeness of not only the orc encampment, but of Iron Haven. A dragon set flame to the city. Many were injured, and a strange disease now spreads among the people. The paladins there do what they can to help. Through adventure, through searching, Tefibulus finds a strange home with strange adornments symbolizing the bone god. And with all of this, the team must now return the holy city to see what sense they can make of it. Well, my friends, sit back, relax, and hear me tale. Where we left off, you guys were in leaving um, Iron Haven. Iron Haven? <laughs> What's left of it? What's left of it? As you guys are on the carriage leaving Iron Haven and heading to the Holy City, the road is quiet. Out in the distance, you can see the towering spires of the Holy City as you slowly arrive. It is quiet as it is become later in the evening. The merchants are all starting to close up shop and you have reached there as they are having the changing of the guards arriving fully in you are promptly escorted to the center of the city and to the scholars to the scholar library the scholar library is now closed up for the day but the rat scholar stands out front leaning on his cane and waiting for you the previous will hop out. Okay. Milo will follow with a quick hop as well. Are you going to hop too, Clyde? Might as well if everybody's hopping to it. With a loud clank, 
Clyde jumps out. The rat scholar approaches, his eyes clearly needing rest, gives you a weak smile and taps his cane. Ah, you've arrived. Well, it seems as if your tickets are delayed, but I have been doing some research. I will- Tickets? Hmm? He says your tickets are delayed. Lila's going to pop her head up with an ear off to the side going, tickets? Yes, well, I believe I have found a clue on who or what the Bone God was. It's been quite arduous, and it seems as if there are some dwarves that have taken over a mountain that have been finding strange items that do not belong in the same place we belong. Giving you a slight nudge, he starts to walk away from the castle. But unfortunately, I do not believe this library has much more that it can offer us. So I am currently setting up with some paladins, a group of higher knowledge, higher skilled, and better trained people to help us remove the blight that is starting to appear. Unfortunately, I am still working on it and it has been hard to acquire what we need. But I do want to offer you the spot of the lead agent for me. You'll be conducting specialized research and acquiring items such as this scepter that you have acquired and as well as other books that threaten the balance of the light and the shadows that have started to appear. What do you say? Well, I was going to look back at Clyde and Short Round. Mm, sounds good to me, I guess. I mean, for the betterment of everybody, that sounds like a good idea. He nods. I still stand by my goddess sent me here for a reason. He nods and he goes, ha, ah, well, gods and goddesses be damned. We need to do what we need to do to protect our lands. The gods do what they must, but I feel as if it is more our duty to deal with things that they cannot control. Well, I wish I can go either way. We're on board, it sounds like. Then I welcome you to the Institute of Extraplanar Knowledge. You are our lead agents. We have had some others, but they are not as successful as you. Now, as much as I hate to say it, it is late and I have not had much rest. I am going to have a long nap, a hot meal, and then another long nap. I would just see you tomorrow. Yeah, sounds like my kind of day. Nap days. Yep. Yeah, yep. I'm pretty sure we could all use quite the rest. There was much that happened, as you know, down south. Yes. Well, I do wish you a fair night, and unfortunately, I do not have your next assignment quite available. So. I will be doing more translating in the morning, and you are more than welcome to join me at this library. Oh, did a bunch of uh, slaves in a wagon with an orc leading come by? A bunch of slaves did arrive, and we have done what we could to help them get the memories of 
what happened cleaned up and got them a good meal and got them some rest, as well as acquired them transportation to their homes. But there was no orc. Hmm. Oh, weird. The orc should have been driving the wagon. Yeah. The wagon was driverless. It was just sent on this way. It looked like maybe one of the slaves had been controlling it. But there was no orc. Hmm. Interesting. Very weird. Why? What's... Well, the orc was working for my brother who had enslaved those people and I convinced the orc to work for us and make sure those people got here safely. Well, they got here safely. Just odd that he wasn't with them. Well, you know what they say. Can't trust an orc. Unless you can. And then it's a different type of orc. Are you sure about that? No. I think you need to go to sleep. Yes, I am starting to smell colors. I believe it is my time to go to bed. I will hmm. just make the hand motion of shoe then. He gives Smelling a nod. colors. Hmm. He gives a nod and escorts or uh, is and walks off. Well, it sounds like we have the day to relax and check in. <laughs> go see how our house is. To the home. I will message um, her saying that we are back in town. All right. So back to the homestead. That and we can uh, check on Ishel and see if he's still around or if he's been using the home or if he needs something. Arriving back at home, you notice that the district is quiet. Ishel is actually out front of your home. He seems healthier than usual. Seems as if he's gotten not just his the strength he had when you met him, but he seems stronger. More meat on his bones, and he is humming away as he slowly sweeps the front walkway. Just let out a nice happy chirp of his name and shove her arm in the air and wave to get his attention. He looks up and gives you a big smile and sets the broom down. I hope you don't mind. I felt like your walkway needed a little sweeping and a little tending. Well, you look better than ever, so I won't complain. He goes, well, I took up your offer and decided to live here. The food has been amazing, and I have learned to cook more than I did before. Well, she goes, I'm grateful to hear it. I took it upon myself to start a small garden in the front yard, if you don't mind. Some, nothing nothing too fancy, just some tomatoes and squash and stuff like that. No problem. Oops, sounds good to me. Please, please, come in. It's It will be growing cold it's, as winter, supposedly, is coming. Hmm, I hadn't noticed the fall change. Neither have uh. I. It's just a lot of people are saying that winter seems to just set upon the city pretty quickly seeing you know ocean that's fair silly oceans inside it seems as if Ishul has done his fair share of decorating there are tapestries hung up over windows to soften light there are more cooking utensils a fresh pot of stew is simmering on the fire all of your room doors are closed, showing that he is at least making sure that no one disturbs your, your rooms. He walks over, 
tasting the soup. So, and smiles. He goes, ah, well, stew will be done shortly. I will happily unpack. Well, thank you very much. Much appreciated. It is the... It is the least I can do for you allowing me to use your home. Well, I mean, we did take you from yours, so, I mean, that's only fair. I wasn't going to take no as an answer, that's for sure. Well, you more saved me. He goes, I have unfortunately heard of what is going on at Narrow Cloud, and it seems as if whatever sickness is going on there is progressively getting worse. She will definitely around to hear that. People are no longer eating. They, by the reports I've been hearing, they look like skeletons with skin draped over them. But they seem to still be going through their everyday lives. They are still trying to export mead and wine and beer. And the buildings have become more intricate and solid. Kinda sounds like the skeleton people we found at my, that training ground. Almost, but they were actual skeletons. We don't know how long that took. And they thought that they were still alive and had skin and drank and ate. These just don't drink and eat at all. True. There is some differences. Could it be an upgrade in the variation of the problem? Or just how different people react? Well, your rat scholar friend has actually offered me a position in this strange institute as a junior researcher. He will be, by what he was telling me is I will be studying smaller artifacts to understand what they are and what they do and things like that. So I have a job, strangely enough. Well, congratulations on a new job then. Yes. And that means you'll have also an idea of what we're up to too and what's going on with Narrow Cloud. It seems to be connected, but we just haven't figured out how exactly. Yes, by what little information I was given on this strange disease, it seems as if they're calling it a bone sickness. Something that is making people more bone-like, more skeleton-like, but they're still remaining human, humanoid. I guess they're retaining their soul is the best way for me to explain it. God, whatever they're calling it, there's some kind of way to refer to it. Right. But there hasn't been any other... Narrow Cloud doesn't seem to have it going past the wall that they have built. So it is contained at Narrow Cloud, which is at least a blessing there. We haven't necessarily seen it infect in the same regards as you would consider a regular disease. It just seems to affect those that worship the Bone God. 
from what we've gathered. But no one in my city, no one in Narrow Cloud worshipped the Bone God. But they did change, if you remember, when your your brother or nephew came in. It went from a temple of Desna to all the gods. So they lost their focus. They might not have selected a different god, but they no longer selected a god. Not one that we noticed. Yeah. He nods. He goes, well, enough of this dreariness. Indeed. Have some food. Enjoy the fire. I am going to finish cleaning. Unpack and eat. So, it is now dusk. You can hear Ishil sweeping outside. You also hear the sounds of scissors as he is clipping and cleaning up the garden. What would you like to do? Kalila. Well, it's a good night for it. They're going to need to sell some gear and do some shopping anyways. I'm going to go knock on the boys' doors and be like, Maxi? I'm sorry, what? You want to uh, go shopping? Yes. The acorns. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, sure. I, I can make more bullets when I get back in here. And anything that we don't find there, we know we can try and find in the market. Very wise. That is also very true. So, Delilah will Eden plant one. Alright. Did we, um, I want to say, did we, um, talk to the housekeeper? That way she doesn't try to come in when we're trying to do this stuff. I really think it would be an issue. He did spend it that night, and she normally, as far as I know, doesn't stay here. She has her own house. Yeah, she has her own place. She basically just comes, checks in with in the morning, and then goes about her day, because she does have things like classes and her own job. She is just your house steward. She shows up when she is summoned, mostly. Okay. I meant, not like at night, I meant in the morning, seeing this huge tree type of deal. That's why. She would have to come before the sunrise. Yeah, I know, but okay. Alright, I'll just leave it at that then. Batten, come on. Who wouldn't want to see this magnificent tree of strange origin pop out of nowhere and then disappear in the morning? Sounds like a pretty typical day. Well, that's what I, I mean. I mean, house stores, if something's going on, they'll probably show up before sunrise. Like, that's how, like, you know... What I would, what I would depict, like before sunrise, get things ready for the people that are having or in their home now. You know what I mean? Morning person, you. Maybe she's an afternoon kind of gal. True, that's possible too. See, even the dog agrees. <laughs> Can't dispute that. Barked with me, I win. True. So, planting a Mexi seed. Yes. All right. So, finding a nice place in the garden, you plant the seed. To bed, or do you have anything else you want to do at this night? Eh, not for the night, no. I'll just wait for the tree to pop up. Okay. I'm going to make more, replenish my ammunition that I spent. Okay. Oh, uh, you're, tre you're loading 
bench was delivered. It still needs to be assembled. Oh, I thought we'd assemble it. I will go and assemble it then, and then make my ammo. I need a engineering check. I'll help him with any heavy stuff. <laughs> Is that like a knowledge engineering? Uh, do you have the craft engineering? A profession engineering and knowledge engineering. You want the uh, first one. Not the knowledge, you want the other one. Profession? Yeah. 22. Alright, so you were able to assemble it. It's a little wobbly, but it works. Basically, you know, just shove a, a piece of wood underneath one leg that's just slightly short and it's all leveled out. Everything seems to be of good quality, besides one leg being like, you know, a half inch too short. Ooh. Ah, well. <clears throat> he will start happily crafting ammo and going over notes and other things that he's done while he was out. As the moon starts to rise, anyone that is still awake starts to hear the deep rumble that shakes the ground. A few moments Crazy. later, looking out, you see the large tree stretching up into the sky and the door slowly forming. Hmm, that's pretty neat. All right, here we go. Gather everybody. Well, I'll just go over and knock on the door. As you knock on the door, the eye slit opens up. The, you see those... In those uh, very familiar eyes peering back at you. We're back. And who sent you this time? Do I owe you money? No, wait. I know this, Tat. Yes. Now, a tin can's here. Hi. Ah, the short one's back, too. And your strange boomstick. Yep. All right. Hold on. Get, trip, trap, get out. Get, get. Move. 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 All right. Good. <laughs> Willie, don't you do it. Good. The door opens up. The shop seems to have been cleaned up a bit. There's no longer a thin layer of dust across the wares. It seems as if it's been polished up. A set of tools sitting out on the counter that look like they have been used recently. The fire that is behind the counter is now glowing a soft blue giving the room a warm feeling. Not hot, but that perfect warmth. There's slight, the sounds of bugs moving around as they chase, get chased by Trip Trap and the other dice monsters. Walking over to his counter, he steps behind it. Well, go on, do your shopping. Don't leave any fingerprints. Talking to you, Catwoman. I had to clean up your fur. It was everywhere. Look down at her hands like, what did I do? You shed. Either that or the little one sheds. He doesn't look as hairy. Nope, I got all the hair I had last time. So, in Maximilian shop, we do have a few new items. Gray new items. Hooray. Peasants rejoice. And you guys all had a chance to look at everything, am I correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants to start with the shoppings? Fabulous. Even or odds? Even. Do you go first? Well, okay. I would actually talk to him about the swords that he had, the sword he has over here. All right. That answers that. <laughs> so you approach the strange sword case. Well, sword case is a 
an interesting way to put it. It's a box with the strange slot, slot sword and several orbs. He looks at it and just gives it a light dusting with the feather duster. He goes, ah, you wish to purchase the slot sword? I believe so. Uh, there are some orbs here and everything that I was wondering if you make these or um, do other and you procure them? It depends on what you want. And as I said last time, things just kind of appear sometimes. It's as if the patron creators send me things out of nowhere. Ah, you must get more of these patrons because these are exceptional items. Quite. So, what would you like to see? Uh, the sword and... If you do ever, I'm not sure if you can communicate with us, but if you ever find a item um, of defense, like a slot of defense or an orb or something like that, that gives um, defense, I would be most interested in it as well. But as for right now, the the sword itself, um, the black orb, I believe is most, uh, will be most helpful. And, um... The uh, saw edge crystal. He nods. Reaching down, he grabs the. Um, I'm sorry. Reaching down, he grabs the slot sword handle. Which orb did you want? Uh, the black orb and the um, saw edge. So picking up the slot sword hilt, he untwists the pummel and slots the orb in. With the sound of fire, a black blade slowly forms. Showing you where the crystal goes, he places it in and locks it in place. Nothing seems to happen right away. He goes, when you want to activate the crystal, you just push it and then grip, and the blade will take its form. But there are only four uses, and the crystal will shatter. Then you will have to buy a new one. Understood. Twisting the pummel, the blade retracts, and he hands it to you. That will be 1,500 and... Wait, which orb did you buy? Crystal, did you buy? Song? <laughs> All right. So it'll be... 2,500 gold pieces. Right here, on the counter. Come on. And I give him the amount. Flipping through it, he counts it real quick, and then he tosses it into a strange box that makes a bell sound. I was going to ask if there are doubles of any of the uh, other equipment. The orbs are one of a kind, and you can always sell them back to me at the price you purchased them. The crystals, I constantly keep in stock. Okay. Um, then help the uh, my two other friends first, and then I will come back. Kalila and Tefibulus. Go ahead and do your odds or even kind of thing. They're old odd, if I'm going to be honest about it. Although I was tempted to have Kalila look at Tefibulus and hold up a fist and, like, motion the whole, like, rock, paper, scissor. Yes, I prefer rock, paper, boomstick. All right, what beats boomstick? Nothing. A rock beat boomstick. What happens if I jam a rock in the front part? Then I club you with the gun. Ah, oh, fair enough. And they get angry because you jam, you clogged my gun. 
Touche. But she'll end up walking over and, and perusing and going, I was curious about your longbow. Hmm? Well, you know, we don't know each other that well, but yes, the bow. What about it? It is made from solid oak, from the most mythical of trees in all the land. Yes, your tree? No, this isn't an oak tree. This is more of a, a mahogany. Maybe a spruce. I'd get a certificate that says it's made from the you know most powerful, awesome tree ever. Well, it is an oak. And it is a strong oak. It is composite, and it has much to it. What would you like to know? Can I? Is it okay if I touch it? I guess. Go on. Pull the bow down. Give it a couple of, like, test thwacks. Obviously with no, like, arrow in them to shoot anybody. Get a feel for it and go, I'll take it. That would be 3,000 gold pieces. Anything else for you, young man? Young lad, lady, cat, thing? Those bracers. Yes. Made from the leather of a warg who cut a corner in the wrong sector of the forest and was brought down by a mighty falling tree. Everything taken down by trees. What else would they do? Trees don't just stand around all day. They're murderous lots. Why do you think I live in one? No one ever wants to mess with a tree. Kalala goes to open her mouth like to say something and just stops. And goes... Are they just warg leather or is there... They have been rumored to make someone feel stronger than they are. Put them on? Go ahead. We'll try them on, peel them out, and take them. That will be 1,000 gold pieces. Right here. Hand it over. Yep. And for you, you short one. Um... You don't have a second set of those, uh, gloves, do you? Which ones? The bracers? Yes. Unfortunately, no. I will have to make more later. Okay. Do you need more brute strength, Clyde? Uh, is this a trick question? <laughs> I do have a pair of boots that you might be interested in. Reaching behind the counter, he pulls out a pair of heels that look like they have been made from multiple lockpicks. These look like they would fit you quite nicely. Mm, no, no, thank you. Well, it's definitely covering your mouth. I'll let uh, Defibulous go but ahead. They, they would go with your eyes, Clyde. I think it'd impress your lady friend you're always hitting on, too. Uh, I still don't think that I would uh, rightfully use them to the best of its ability. You are right. They wouldn't go with the rest of your plate mail. So, anything, or, uh... Defibulous is next. Thank you, Defibulous. He's gonna wander around the shop and eventually go looking at some new boots. Mexi Million is, you know, not necessarily following you around, but is just keeping up with the shop, picking up things that Trip Trap or one of the other dice monsters tips over, dusting things off. As you approach where the boots are kept, you see the stiletto heels that he had just set down, a pair of iron sandals, some boots that look like they are made um, uh, from solid leather, and then a pair of boots that look like bare feet, like the bear slippers that we know of today. But they go up to about your knee. 
Am I allowed to try these on? Absolutely. Uh, he, he'll go ahead and try them on while he's talking, being talked to. As you slip them on, you feel a rush of strength. You see, these, these uh, boots are very special. I stole them from a troll. He was using them to keep his big toes warm. Did you disinfect them? Yes, I disinfected them. <laughs> oh, good. By the look of them, they come from a great bear. See, there are toes and everything. The bones have been skillfully removed, and so has the meat. But he left the fur and the and the claws. These are really comfy and warm. They should be. How much? Uh, grand. Sold. And also, if you want something to help you clean up, you get yourself one of those gnomish dusters. That I hear they work really well. So I hire a gnome and glue a bunch of feathers on them, and then... Oh, no, no, no. You don't hire the gnome. You, you, you buy the machine, then it just works for you. Ow. It sounds more fun to glue feathers on a gnome. Well, I mean, I've seen people do it before, but generally it happens because the gnome's item glued feathers to him, which is really funny. Sounds it. Anything else for you, adventurers? Twilight's going to do a once-over. You don't have a second set of those boots, do you? I do not, my friend. I will have to see what I can make for you. Okay. Yeah. This seed over here. Seeds of the vine ladder, by the way, is what she's looking at. Walking over, he looks at the small seeds and he goes, Ah, well, you see, I knew this green mage who lost a bet to me. We decided on who could hear better. I stabbed him in the ears and I won. These uh, seeds, when planted, will grow up about 100 feet or to the top of whatever you're trying to reach. The vines will stay until the morning sun. It stays for 24 hours. Up, up to 24 Up to 24 hours. hours, yes. What if I want to quickly dispel it afterwards? Lighting a small flame on any part of it will burn the latter down. Hmm. You're only the one. He goes, how many do you wish to have? Two or three would be nice. I have many. He goes, then I can give you three. Three. I like the way you bet. do bets, buddy. Well, when betting with someone like me, always expect the unexpected. Good to know. Anything else for anyone else? No, but if there are anything that you come across that have to do with uh, healing or defense, I'd be most interested for next time. He goes, well, have you looked at my armors and shields? I do have some interesting shields. Walking over, he carries over a shield that looks like it is made of solid stone and is in the shape of a tower. He goes, this, this is a shield of tower, or yes, shield of towers. It's very strong, very strong indeed. You should try it out. What is this, uh, as he goes over and looks at it, what is this uh, tower? shield do he goes well it absorbs damage well some damage makes you harder to hit but unfortunately once it's used up all of its strength it will crumble but it will reform after about 12 seconds i don't have enough money for that that's why 
much do you need, Clyde? Um, I think I'll save up to use that for possibly next time. Um, it's 2500 that I would need, so I might use things, um, this money for something else. We'll have things to sell from the, our bag of holding as well. I could always buy them and convert them into the raw materials and then use them to create more powerful weapons or maybe stab a gnome in the eye. Not this gnome. Especially if they have something I want. Not you. You're a good per You're a good uh, client. Client? Good gnome? You buy things from me. I have a rule that you never stab people who purchase things from you. It's bad business. Bad business all around. It is. It is bad for business. <laughs> Okay, well, we do have, we have some several things. We have double spike gauntlets. We have uh, a ring of protection. Get the ring of protection. You have a ring of protection already. We have a fourth. Yeah, we just got that one. Oh, should we give it to Rune? That's what I had asked. Go ahead and uh, I would just go ahead and sell it. Okay, and we also have barring full plate. Unless you're gonna use that, nobody here is. We should sell that. Yeah. Can we put the ring on Hugin? Would fit him technically. Oh, by the way, everybody, my spider molted, and he's bigger now. Can I ride him now? Okay. Actually, you can. I can't. But you actually could ride my spider. I'm now gonna have to design a spider a spider uh, saddle. That's funny. Okay. Well, so far everything you've listed, I say sell. Hey, Mr. Vendor Guy. I have a name, and it's Maximilian Loot Hoarder. What can I do for you, short little weird man? I have a name, you know. It's the Fabulous Short Round. That is too difficult to say in this accent. Mm, sounds like a personal problem. Do you have a tape measure by chance? <laughs> I can hear Nightlin laughing. I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> a tape measure? Why do you need a tape measure? For projects. He hands you a tape measure. That much. Consider it on the house, you strange little man. Hey, you. Perception check. For everybody or just him? Him. Defibulate. 30. 30. The tape measure, when opened up, is in a language you don't recognize. Hmm. What language is this, sir? He looks at it and he just goes, I don't know. It was here when I moved in. Hmm. Anyway, you need, you need one you can understand. Uh, it would be helpful. Taking that, he returns to with you to you a standard measuring tape. Yeah, thank you, sir. Yes. Anything else for my friends? You have anything for spiders yet? No. I did not know your spider would get bigger. Neither did I. I thought that was going to be a lot longer. She's pets, Hugin. He can no longer hide on you, it seems. He can climb on me. He just can't fit in my backpack anymore. It looks like I could ride him. You could. That would be kind of interesting. Well, you can try sitting on him when we leave. 
So are you all done with Maximilian's shop? I believe so. <laughs> believe so as well. Alright. And now. As you leave and shut the door, the tree starts to shake. Three acorns drop to the ground and shimmer. Kalila will remember to pick them up. The tree twists and turns and then just fades away. She'll head back and or look at Hugin and then be like, all right, Defibulous. You want to try? Mr. Hugin, may I use you as a mount, sir? Lower down, let you try. I will try to use uh, Hugin as a mount. Kalila, is Hugin trained, have the mount skill that he can be used as a mount? That was a good question. Probably not. It'll be under his skills or under his... Uh, he has mount. technically ride, but... No, it's not his skills. It would be a like animal a trick. Yeah, it's oh, like animal okay. tricker. No, no, he does not. Then you can climb on Hugin, but he seems to buck you off. Wee! <laughs> Looks like we're going to need to work on that. With that we, we're going to call this episode here. Well, me friends, now that the team has had a chance to do some shopping, they will have a chance to discuss more with the Rat Scholar of what's going on, and hopefully have some answers to what they need to accomplish. Well, me friends, that is all we have for now. And as always, may the Dice Guards bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us. 